Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This hour is brought to you by Menards. Save big money at Menards. Just just in, we have a, a, a new guest, Patrick Manelli. Patrick Manelli, the longest tenured player in Chicago Bears history. I just uh, want to thank the Bears organization for an incredible 16 years. Score football pregame and postgame show co-host. Those were great days in our locker rooms. If guys got paid, you know, if they got their contract, they're coming back down, or the next morning you walk in that locker room, a lot of hugs, high fives, and all that kind of stuff. That goes a long way. Master in the art of the long snap. Do you have any kids? I do. Check out longsnapper.com. Have to start early to learn how to long snap. He even has a signature beer. Long snapper IPA. The can artwork's me long snapping a ball on top of an El Camino. I have an El Camino, so the artwork's great. The beer's great. Patrick Manley. That was a good snap. With Bernstein and Holmes on 670 to score. How long does it take to grow the mullet? The gourmet mullet? Why is it gourmet? Because it's awesome. Had an El Camino. Alas, had Patrick Manley joins us on the Circa Sports Illinois Score Hotline. You can follow him on Twitter at Patrick Manley. Twitch.tv slash Chicago 670. The score, and I think he also had the right idea, as Lawrence did. I, my guess is Patrick Manley is at the Florida compound rather than the Chicago-based one. 100%. The problem is we haven't seen the sun in a while, but it's 73 degrees, so I'm sorry, guys. I walked the dog in shorts and a T-shirt this morning. <laughs> we we got no clouds here in Arizona. Seems pretty great. <laughs> That's what I hear. Hey, well, put them together, it'd be, be perfect, right? No, I'm, I'm feeling partly, pretty good, part- Patrick, to tell oh, you yeah. the truth. Right. Six, 68 no and sunny is there. good for me. 100%. Right now, this time of year, I'll, I'll take it. No doubt. Look at Dan. I saw, I saw something right now and he does not look happy. <laughs> Am I, right? I, I saw something on Sunday that said that Arizona was the only state in the 48 that didn't have some sort of weather watch. And I just laughed. That's why everybody's moving there. <laughs> it's the truth. Patrick, Very what is smart so. place to vacation though? What, smart place to vacation. What do you make of the preliminary, the first group of mm-hmm. offensive coordinator names on this bears list? Um, interesting. It would be it. You know I mean? You go with, you got, you're covering the entire board. I heard you guys talk about Greg Roman, Dan, that, that's an interesting name now that you're finally talking to him, that Justin Fields might not be here. I get that. You got Greg Olson, who is kind of an older guy that's been there in the locker room when I was there, uh, highly respected offensive mind. Then you got the three young guys that nobody knows that much about. Um, but then I also heard, I think you guys talked about it too, 
Coach Wanstad this morning was talking about who he would hire. He would hire somebody that he knows and is familiar with. And it seems like none of these names and Matt Eberflus have really crossed paths or know each other. So uh, I, I just think it's interesting because I don't know what direction they're going to go quarterback wise. I don't think they do either. It looks like they're kind of just checking all the boxes to find out maybe what the best fit is. Um, and I have no problem if you want to go with Greg Olson, uh, if it was an older guy or one of these young guys and see what happens. I've seen, you know, numerous. I just go like to Dave Tobe. When he came to us as a special teams coordinator, he was young. I had no idea who he was. I knew he was under a hardball and all that kind of stuff. He was kind of green when he got there. And then look at him now. He's one of the top one or two special teams coaches in the league. So it's okay to take a young guy and grow with him. Um, so I, I just don't know what to think truly because what are they going to do with the quarterback? To to make this clear, because I see people are struggling with it on Twitch and maybe some in the listening audience, Greg Olson, O-L-S-O-N. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He used to be the quarterback's coach here in what, 2000, and I think it was the first year I covered the team, so 2003, Greg yeah. Olson was here with the Bears, not Greg Olson, O-L-S-E-N, who was yeah. a former Bears tight end. I know it's confusing, but they're different people mm-hmm. there. Now that I've said that. <laughs> Patrick, I don't know if, if we even got the chance to ask you, what did you think of the Bears keeping Matt Eberflus? Um, I, I was I was torn because I, you know, I went both ways during the season. I thought he was going to be fired. I thought for sure. I said it, I think, on the pre- or post-game show after or before after one of those losses the next week that I think he's going to be done. And then he went on this run at the end. They got Montez Sweat. They turned the defense around. And then to me, listening to the guys in the locker room, that's just me being a former player, hear how they talk about them. They must feel positive, a good way about themselves when they come to work every day and believe in his message. So I can see why they did it, but then there's also things out there. Jim Harbaugh, I heard you guys talk about him as well. Why not go after him if he can? There could be other outstanding circumstances we don't know about. But I'm just torn, to be honest with you, because – I think they have a vision of what they want to do. Uh, and I think that's maybe one reason why they don't even want to talk to Jim Harbaugh, that they just feel comfortable with their vision of Kevin Warren, Ryan Poles, and Matt Eberflus and what they're going to do. Um, I just, you know, to me right now, it's up to Ryan Poles if he can get this thing right at the quarterback position and fill the holes that they need. But right now, what I'm hearing from the locker room of the guys that they believe in them, they want to play for them. Dan, I know that's not your, you're not the biggest fan of them, but that's just me as a player seeing it that way. And I hope it works out. Again, it's me, and this is unfortunate, guys. How many years I've been doing this now? Ten years I've been retired. My fingers are crossed. Hopefully they get it right. Hopefully it works out. And that's what stinks, man. That really stinks. You know better. <laughs> I know. I'm just hoping, man. I, I You know, he's not a, he's not a uh, an alpha dog coach that, you know, scares you or, or brings that out. But maybe he can grow into that. Maybe he's a young guy as a first-time coach that can grow into it. And I'm just hopeful. And, again, Dan, that's with my fingers crossed, man. Okay. You know what's weird about this offensive coordinator search? <laughs> And Patrick kind of brought it up. The Bears have to be really cautious about what they tell mm-hmm. a candidate because you don't want your plans to get out into the public. But if you're one of those candidates, you have to know. I, like, right. I, I get that you want to hire someone that's flexible, and God knows I'm a big, firm, I'm a firm believer in that. But if you're walking into a job you kind of want to be like, okay, so if Justin is the quarterback, great, great. I can get to work and I can get in contact with Justin and we can start doing our thing. But also, if you're going to draft Caleb or Jaden Daniels, I, 
I would want to know that too. But if you're the Bears, you can't do it, which must make this search even more difficult. Oh, no doubt. And I would think just looking at it from the outside, if you see Greg Roman as the, the winner, what are you guessing? Justin Fields is going to be your quarterback, right? You would think that. But then he talked about the flexibility of the coordinator. Maybe you can find somebody that you truly feel can coach both styles, and that's the guy you go with. Maybe that's what you're going to land on. Um, and I don't know who that is, but you're right, Lawrence. That, that's hard, man, because how do you balance that interview? How do you sit down and talk to somebody and not tell them what they're getting and then still say, hey, this is an exciting job because I don't know what the quarterback is? Is that is that easy to sell or hard to sell? I, mean, I, right. I think it's going to be hard. I think it's going to be harder to sell. So that's a, that's a tough job for them to do. And again, fingers crossed. Hopefully they get it right. Patrick, what do you think of the playoff football so far? Uh, it's disgusting, but I'll tell you what, man. I am ticked at watching the Green Bay Packers and Jordan Love. It made me ill. <laughs> After what he did to the Bears and how well he played against the Cowboys going into that stadium, uh, the take the North is going to be a lot harder now, man. That's just it, It's not what I was expecting as the season went on for the Packers and you watch their young receivers and Jordan Love, Love struggle a little bit and what the last nine, ten games, he's been unbelievable playing as one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and that just scares me that they, they got the third one right again. But now we have to deal with another another great quarterback potentially up there in Green Bay, and that's what I took out of it most. The football other than that was just, you know, you kind of tuned it out because it was so bad, but this, if you want the one overall thing that I took away from this weekend was Jordan Love and the Packers, and that scares me for the future. It's I'm stuck on this, Patrick, because it, I don't think anyone has this right. I think that depending on the quarterback that you draft, you can make the argument for this guy needs to play right away versus this guy needs mm-hmm. to sit and learn. What do you think the value is from players that you've seen sit and and go out and play immediately, the value of sitting back and learning and then having to then turn it on three years later and perform. Yeah, I understand the money issue, right? That's the biggest thing. But I think you also have to scout who can become a pro the quickest, who can move in any position, who can move into that starting job and become a true pro and not have to make that transition from college and class and social life and all that kind of stuff and truly coming in and being a pro. I think that's the hardest thing. If you can find the quarterback to do that, then you can be successful. Could Jordan Love have done that earlier? I don't know. Obviously, he didn't get the chance, but it's it's worked up there in Green Bay. Um, but again, you, you you're you're shortening that 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 window of money. It's just a hard thing to do. But I think the biggest thing is trying to find a quarterback like a Justin Fields, as far as his personality, can walk into Chicago, deal with the media, handle his teammates, uh, be loved by his uh, teammates, and go out there. But I want better play. But I think you need to find a player like him who can walk in and be a pro right away. Have you ever seen a team like the Eagles no. do what they're doing in this way? It's 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 uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. I, I, I thought this, man. I thought, you know, they were gonna play the uh the Bucks and just fix it all because they had the veteran leadership and all that kind of stuff, and they had that slide at the end of the year, but I thought, all right, it's the playoffs, we've been here, we know how to turn it on. Maybe they were expecting to do that, but they didn't do it. But just to watch the ugly play to see the effort that they put out there. I remember being a young player before the first playoff game. Everybody talked about the transition from a preseason game to a regular season game, and then it amps up twice going into a playoff game. Just the effort, everybody finishing every play, everybody running to the ball. You didn't see that. And that's a playoff game. And after coming off that ugly, what, five or six games, four or five games, whatever it was, to see that effort, something's going on in that building. 
I don't know if it's the coaching staff, the players, you know, you saw the, the fight with Goddard and, or the, not the fight, I guess it's just screaming, it hurts or whatever. Something's going on in there. And for that team with that talent to put that effort out there, I, I don't know. That doesn't seem, uh, it doesn't seem very uh, safe job for, for, for Sirianni right now. That's just, that's ugly up there. If you're Bill Belichick and mm-hmm. you're watching what's happened this past weekend, what's more attractive to you, Dallas or Philadelphia? Ooh, you got to go relationship, I think, with that guy, right? Where he fits in most with, with whoever the boss is. And you, and you read the stories that him and Jerry Jones are close, that maybe he'd let him do a little bit more and his son maybe would step to the side a little bit. But if I'm, a, if, I'm a, if I'm the Bears or a team, a young team looking to hire a coach, maybe this is ageism or not, but I don't know if I want somebody that is that age right now because how long can you have him for? Can he coach till he's 80? You know, I want a coach that can coach for 10 years, but maybe that's what Jerry Jones wants. I, but I think it would be best fit in Dallas for him because he would get more of the reins there, and I think him and Jerry, Jerry Jones would trust him enough to not really step aside, but really to listen to him and, and do what he wants to do. So I think that would be the best fit for him for me. Yeah, I would and that say, would be very interesting, man. If I'm Belichick, why do I want the aggravation of just I, being another Jerry Jones toy? And also, why not just walk away? <laughs> right. You've had a great run, man. You've had a terrific run. How are you ever going to make that run like you had with the Patriots again? Yeah, but I imagine that there's some stuff gnawing at him when he saw that Tom had success yeah. without him, and he's sure. still trying to prove that he can have success without Tom. But who knows? Like maybe right. from from the videos we have seen of Bill Belichick in the wild, he seems to know how to have a good time. So right, so right. Maybe, maybe if he doesn't get what he wants to hear from Atlanta or or from Dallas or from Philadelphia, he's like, you know what? I got all the money in the world. I got all the time in the world. And he can do what Dan suggested. Him and Nick Saban and Pete Carroll just start a consulting firm and make millions and millions yeah. of dollars. 100% or a podcast. Just give me all the stories. <laughs> I'm actually hear him talk. You know, ha- Saban does his stuff with McAfee, but I, I would love, that would be amazing. But that, I would be amazing to have them do a podcast just to hear stories. It would have to be stuff, an, also, yeah. an entirely non-football podcast. Ooh. Like, they would probably be pretty good at it. Like if all three of them did a, like a pop culture or movies only or music, yes. like or that, wine. their breakdown. Yes, their breakdown of yes. it would be great. But to go back to uh, to Belichick, man, coaches are coaches, right? Sometimes they just can't give it up. That's all they know. They they can't deal with with the daily life without having football in front of them and 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 going to meetings and doing all that stuff. So I just don't know what he'll do. But I do think Dallas would be a a very interesting spot for us to to follow. How how do you explain what happens to Dallas on Sunday? Mm, I, With all I that talent, I don't know. They just they looked underprepared game plan wise. With Dan, you talk about Dan Quinn being a great defensive coordinator. What he did game plan wise didn't work. Um, Mike McCarthy just seems like he's done this what three years in a row, twelve wins three years in a row, and can't win in the playoffs. Do they not have him prepared? I don't know. And or the Packers actually coming in their own with this young team. Showing out that maybe they grew a little bit as, as the uh, season went along, and us saying that they should have drafted or brought in, you know, more veteran wide receiver core, and they knew what they were doing. I don't know; it's hard to explain, but it is. It's interesting to see a team get outplayed that bad with McCarthy as your offense coordinator, coordinator, and Dan Quinn as your defense coordinator. I also think Baker Mayfield's a feel-good story. Yes, I, I do. I, I just I've always it may be just that his he's I find him so funny in the commercials that he's done that I just there's a likability factor. But even when he was in college, I liked when he was playing with that kind of swagger. It's the first time 
I've really seen it back that he looks mm-hmm. like he's having a blast playing football. And they love him down there, Dan. Remember Bobby Slater, the old assistant trainer, sure. is a trainer down there. They said he is amazing. He just brings that entire locker room together, offense, defense, special teams, coaches, personnel. Everybody loves him. And this is just kind of a – I don't know this for a fact. Bobby didn't say this, but I just feel also like he's become a pro. I talked about becoming a pro. I think mm-hmm. being the number one pick, young guy, no success, all these commercials, all that stuff going around. And now it's kind of his final chance. Uh, that personality, which is amazing, has now become a pro, and he understands how to do it. And he, he is fun to watch. But Bobby said that uh, it's fun to go to work every day with Baker Mayfield. They said it's a blast because he works his tail off, and he's, he's entertaining, and he's a great teammate. Slater's g- gone viral this morning. That's all that. <laughs> with the water bottle with Baker. Oh, that was Slater? Cause yeah. The, cause I, yes. That yeah. water bottle, that, that's, the, that's a hockey move. That's like yes. the old, that's the oldest hockey move in the world. You're, you're on the bench, you come off after a shift, and they grab the water bottle. And I know that uh, Jason would do it like in in goal, like before the game, as everybody's skating around. You do the aim it at your mouth, and then just shoot mm-hmm. it at somebody, uh, you know, forty five degrees behind you. Yep. So that was, let me give you a story. Real, Baker Mayfield. So my daughter has been a Joe Burrow fan forever, and I think I told you guys I got to go to the Panthers uh, Bucks game. Bobby helped me out. So after the game, I'm meeting Bobby in the parking lot. Out comes Baker Mayfield later, and my daughter's like, that's Baker Mayfield. I'm like, go ask for his autograph. He looked her in the eye, talked to her a few few minutes, signed the autograph, gave her, you know, about three minutes of his time. Didn't have to, right? He's walking his car. He's after his game, waiting for his family. She's like, all right, that's my new favorite quarterback. (laughs) But that's Baker Mayfield. I just thought his personality was – it was it was great. He had no idea who she was and just gave her the time, and I'm like, that's pretty cool, man. You just finished the game. I've seen so many guys, even winning, go from right there to their family, you know, Block everybody out, but uh, that impressed me for him. Really impressed me. Impressed her, obviously. That we don't talk about probably enough, and Patrick's a good person to talk to you about this, is the idea of young men, because that's what we're talking about when guys get drafted, Mm -hmm. turning into grown men, like the maturation Uh, that happens throughout a career where the world that you see as a 21 or 22-year-old is completely different from how – you learn how to handle and respond to stuff when you're 28, 29 years old. Lawrence, I was just talking to somebody yesterday about that. Um, We were talking about how long you've been married. I got married, what, three months after I graduated from Duke, and I thank my wife every day. (laughs) Because you can be an idiot, man. You you, you see it a lot. You see a lot of guys come in hungover on a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday morning. Uh, They got a little bit of money. You get to go out in the city. You get treated at certain restaurants and you got to understand when to say no, when to turn it off, and how important meetings and the work week is to become a pro. And it's that's the hardest thing, man. Guys got to learn to say no to all that outside noise. And uh, I, I just always put myself in that position. If I wasn't married and had a child and all that kind of stuff, would I have said no every time? Would I have done the right thing every week, you know, to get ready for the game? And that's hard to do. Think about that. All that success and notoriety, and especially here in the city of Chicago where – uh, if you're winning, man, all the doors are open and they stay open late. So it's a real hard thing to do. But that's that's the hardest thing to do, I think, for some of these guys when they come in is to, to really learn how to be a pro. And that's what I'm talking about being a pro is, is saying no and understanding how important it is to study and be ready for Sundays. Patrick Manley, always great catching up. Talk to you Bye, guys. Week. We'll see you. Enjoy the playoffs. Well, enjoy Florida. Like he and <laughs> Jimmy Johnson Sorry, can go out fishing in the Gulf today and – I'll be sitting in my cold basement on a recumbent bike doing crossword puzzles. But, I, I uh, hope that we'll be able to enjoy the playoffs, Dan. I, I can't say that will. I have so far. Hey, you know what? And this is a perfect lead into our next segment. We can 
bitch all we want. We can say, well, this and that and the quality of play. It doesn't matter. It never matters. Nothing around anything matters. Because nothing else matters. Because the NFL holds illimitable dominion over us and all. Apologies to Edgar Allan Poe. And that's the subject of our next segment on The Score. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, Tax and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Bernstein and home. Jason Goff is here in studio with us. We go from Zion Williamson, John Morant, <laughs> to spinning on finally tailing suits. Hey. Getting yelled at for dancing. <laughs> on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. The Bernstein and home show at its finest. Yeah, right it's here. what we do, Jay. It's <laughs> what we're doing over here. And now it is first and ten. Tongue of Iowa once again in the gun. Clock at 20 seconds. Lines up first and ten. Chiefs 32. Throws to the near sideline. Caught by the tight end. Smythe did not get out of bounds. Clock is continuing to tick. They get to the Kansas City 29. The clock at nine. That's all she wrote. The players standing and congratulations. The benches will empty. The capes are torn off. The teams will meet at midfield and the Chiefs have won. The Chiefs have won this wild card game at Arrowhead. As Boyer stays on top of him for an extra second. Time runs out. The Bills advance. They win in the wild card round for the fourth consecutive year. Westwood one and CBS with those respective highlights. Been a lot of bad football on Super Wild Card Weekend, and it doesn't matter. The quality of play makes no difference. You know what else makes no difference? How many times they show Taylor Swift makes no difference and Tony Dungy is just an idiot. It also I, I I would I would push back on that just to say how many times you showed Taylor Swift did make a difference. Well, a positive one. Yes. Yes, right. It could go even further because people like entertainment and they like buzz and it maybe brought some other eyes to it. I know my daughter knows who Travis Kelsey is and knows who Andy Reid is and knows who Patrick and Brittany Mahomes are now and and she doesn't like anything about any sports whatsoever. Right. And that turned into major dollars salute for NBC and and more recognition for their streaming platform of Peacock. Yeah, I would like to say that it was the, the Taylor Swift stuff that got got Beth interest, at least admitting that she liked football, 
but it's not. It's it's Dan Campbell that did that. She just she loves Dan Campbell, and which is surprising because he's a white guy. But the <laughs> it's surprising because he's not Shamar Moore, right? Exactly, she's not Shamar Moore. But really, who is? But I mean, Marcus Freeman is. Uh, you know, have you shown her a picture yeah, of Marcus she, Freeman? She doesn't. I, I did. I said, here's here's a here's a guy who you know, checks the boxes, and she's like, nah, it doesn't do it for me. Okay. Okay. I don't know. It's un- it's very unpredictable. But the, the like she can actually sit down and watch a game and and she used to I hate football. I hate football. I hate football. And then she would watch Hard Knocks. We're like, I think I think you like football. She's like, no, I just like the stories. And then finally, she admitted this year, like she was following the Lions and following Dan Campbell just because she was rooting for him. Yeah, I get that. You know, Warren Sharp tweeted it out, and I I put something underneath it where he was talking about the studying of how NBC clearly used Taylor Swift to, and who knows what the negotiations were with the league about when it was going, it was decided that Peacock would have a, a streaming only. Oh, when they started playing the long game. Yeah. And like, and who knows how big a deal. uh, Hey, why don't you put Kansas city in that spot so that we get Taylor Swift and we'll get, we'll show you crazy streaming numbers. And then you get, 23 million people or whatever it was that were streaming on it. Of course, there were the people that were left out. Like my poor little dad texted and was like, how am I supposed to watch the game? Well, you're going to have to pay for watching the game. Oh, I don't want to do that. Well, there you go. But a lot of people did because the NFL's that powerful. It's a drug. It's coffee. You know, there's. Ooh, that's a good way to put it, Dan. You got to have it. It's coffee. Even if it's not good and it's not been good. Like that game was interesting and entertaining on Saturday and some of the craziness that went with it because of the weather and Mahomes helmet cracking and Andy Reid having snot sickles on his mustache. We didn't even talk about the helmet crack, by the way. That's a huge issue. Yes. Like you've got to go back to the lab, literally, and – you have you need to tell me if there is a temperature at which helmets cease to be properly protective, we're not playing. It was also interesting to see that there wasn't I, I would have thought for a quarterback and specifically for Patrick Mahomes, it would have been an easier shift to another helmet than it than it was. Like he took someone I think he took Clyde Edwards Hilaire's helmet. At no, first, he, had, he had a backup, but it was too cold. Apparently, he couldn't put the backup helmet on. Right, because usually a lot guys will like pump air right into the helmet, and you can't. But th- that's the thing that I'm saying. Like it's, th- you would think that the backup helmet for Patrick Mahomes is in a heated locker or something. And why was he allowed to stay on the field for multiple plays with a defective, with a broken helmet? I don't know. Yeah, and, know. and, and, and like, you should. Wh- with an equipment issue, you're supposed to be removed from the field immediately. Correct. They stopped the game to let Patrick Mahomes get his helmet right. So let's just say this, too. Regardless of where the games are, if you if you have to pay extra, and, and what social media has done to amplify, they say, I'm not watching because of Taylor Swift, or I'm not watching because the football's bad, I'm not watching because Colin Kaepernick is kneeling at the anthem, I'm not watching because of the statements about racism that are on the in the end zones. I'm done with it. It's all BS. It's not true. You're all lying. We need to just stop forever. Stop listening to people who say 
or post that they're done or they're it doesn't matter. The NFL's too big, too powerful, and too addictive. You're not going anywhere. And you're going, enough people are going to find it. And if the future of the NFL is paying a la carte for games, people are going to pay. Well, I, I do think that that's the, the wormhole that has been opened up here, where when they saw people who were probably saying until the moment that they were face-to-face with, I'm stuck in the house because it's been snowing all day, I want to watch the football game, I wasn't going to pay for it, but now I have to. I think that when they see that, I, I can't imagine that a la carte playoff games isn't here to stay forever. And there will be pushback against it, I'm sure. But they can look at it and go, man, look at look at the cash that we brought in for one of our partners. And the, even if they do get a bunch of people, let's say out of the 23 million, let's say 20 million end up canceling their subscription. They still have three million more subscriptions than they had before Saturday at six dollars a month. And people are terrible at canceling subscriptions. Absolutely. Terrible at it. That's why there's a whole industry now of apps and whatnot that yes. will cancel them for you. Yes, let, let alone the whole, looking at the whole gift card scam of what that is. Like the, if you look at the percentages of gift cards that never get used, it's kind of it's 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 playing on human behavioral psychology yep. in a way that just makes people a lot of money. This is uh, from the 773. This is pretty self-aware. So I paid for Peacock and then promptly canceled. Because nice. Because the, the six or seven bucks is far less expensive than going to a bar to watch. Now I have a month to watch anything worthwhile on Peacock. The NFL totally got me, and I ain't mad about it. Well, I think that that's the, the proper way to do it. And maybe within this month, you figure out that you want to keep Peacock. Who knows? Sure. Like they, they've got that. They're they, they first crack right there. First crack. But the, I love your point, too, that's made here about it's less expensive than going to a bar to watch. Yes. Hell, yeah, it is. If you go and, and eat, you know, $25 worth of wings and, and how many $6 beers for a game? That that's all real. It's real math. You know, I, you know I people, think about that when it comes to going to the movies. Like I went to the movies on Friday. I I went to go see Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Bad, so bad. Um, but that whole excursion was like ninety dollars. And and when I see now, like now that I know that, like that, how much it costs to like go see a movie, and I do like seeing stuff in the theater. I do like being around people and seeing their reaction to it. But now when I'm faced with, hey, here's a movie that I want to see on Prime. Oh, it costs three dollars and ninety nine cents. Well, yeah, I got my white cheddar Cheetos in my in my cabinets over there. Uh huh. I'm going to pay $4 for this movie that I want to see, and I'm going to enjoy it. Right, instead of paying another $6 for your M&Ms or your, your cookie right. dough bites or whatever it is. Yeah, this. Have you seen the TikToks about girl math? Yes, and dog math right. and well, boy girl math. Girl math and... is like, well, it's, this only cost me this because I returned something. Is that, that I, what you th- do? Already pay- I, well, I've got my own version of this stuff. like Bernstein like, math. Bernstein, like, sure, like, like if, if depending on... You know, 
second day baked goods, all my discounted meats. I do that in my head all the time. I've got a, a version of that that I do. Or generally, if I pay cash for something, like actually, I never have actual cash. So when I have it, it feels like it's not real. Yep. You know what I mean? So, I consider cash in my wallet to be money spent. So it's, it's al- so yeah. it's already spent. In my head, I've already spent it. So I don't feel I never feel bad spending cash because I just like I've spent this money and I look at how much money I quote have is being the money in my bank account. Yeah, I just know that when the visa bill comes each month, it has nothing to do with the cash that's in my wallet. And the number that I react to is usually that number. So because, you know, whatever, whatever it is, I'm like, oh, Jesus, what the hell did we do? And she's like, we bought a furnace. Remember? Like, oh, the furnace. Yes. That, that's the monthly game we play every month with the visa bill is the yeah, but. Like, why is it this? Well, this is a this is a special month. We had this, and there was this tuition payment, and we bought a furnace, and you had to do the thing with the window. So, and every single month, we're like, we do this every month to rationalize why it's ridiculous. But we do it because it's a psychological game that we play. And the NFL knows all of these games that you play. They know, well, that was for this. That was because, and and we admit it. Like I, I do that in my head too. There's all sorts of gymnastics and justifications. For the, oh, but that was it was his birthday, so we had to do that for him. So we got him this for the thing. We were on vacation. That doesn't count. You're on vacation. So look at all these charges from wherever. That was Mexico. Those don't count. <laughs> we don't have those every month. And then we say, you know, every month we do this. There's always something. Like, oh, that was a medical bill. Remember your hospitalization? That's why it was eight thousand dollars. Like, oh, yeah, okay. And then and you, and you constantly do it. But on these tiny little incremental levels, if they were to make every game, oh, you sign up for this, you sign up for that, you sign up for this, everybody's going to do it. Yeah. And and Texas, you're like, well, I already had Peacock. Right. But yes, we, we know that. But this, they made a, a ton of money this weekend for people who didn't and just wanted the game, doing it a la carte. Well, people might stick around because they like WWE. Right. That's the point. That they that the drug to get you in was the NFL game that you paid for. First taste and, is free. And then you can be like, oh, well, I like English Premier League soccer. I can watch that. Or I want to watch episodes of the new Fresh Prince of Bel-Air show. Or whatever it is. Or you want to watch reruns of Psych. All of that stuff. That's the whole point. What Dan and I are telling you is that it's not just Peacock that is going to have this. They've got a bunch of streaming partners. So next year, it might not be Peacock. Next year, it might be Prime. And you're going to have to pay Prime if you don't already have Prime. Or you're going to have to pay a premium. Or Netflix is desperate to get into the NFL. Everyone's desperate to get into live sports coverage it's the only thing that and award shows and election years are the only things that actually rate anymore when it comes to television viewing therefore it will be further monetized period paragraph we are the bernstein and holmes show and next up we have high noon i have a local news story from a dear friend of the station on a hilarious aspect of its side effect of the cold weather. I have an album and it's very rare that you say that in these days, an album that people should go and download. 
You're listening to Bernstein and Holmes. I'm still stuck, Dan, in trying to figure out what? exactly what it is we do here. <laughs> right? Well, no, that part I've figured it out. There's fart jokes and mascots. That's all is going on here. Bernstein and Holmes. Fart jokes what? and mascots. Midday's 10 to 2. On 670 The Score. I'll be back this way on Monday. We'll settle this then. Right there. Out in the street. In front of the palace alone. Yeah, right. When? High noon? We started out by talking Jim Harbaugh, his future, and whether the Bears acted rashly in tying themselves to Matt Eberflus before exploring the options. We also discussed the actual NFL playoffs, the various storylines that are going on. I'm happy for Baker Mayfield, and it was a great story from Patrick Manley when he joined us to talk about his experience with Mayfield. We also looked at these coordinators the Bears are talking to. All right, well, we'll, we'll see. It's exactly the kind of list we thought. And described how the NFL is essentially too big to fail, no matter what it wants to do, to try to get you to spend money or look at what it wants you to look at. So here's the thing. This album that I'm going to recommend is almost a year old, but it started to give more buzz because of social media. The name of the album is On Top of the Covers, and the artist is T-Pain. And here's the thing about it. T-Pain for forever has been linked with auto-tune. That's been the reason that he saw a, a huge leap in his his musical career. So there are a lot of people who don't know that this guy is a really good musician. And the amount of covers that he's done have been great, including this one. Generals gathered in the just like witches said, Black Master. Evil minds that plot destruction. Softer of death destruction. In the field of bodies burning. As the war machine keeps turning. Damn. Hatred to mankind. Wow, war pigs. Ozzy Osbourne said on Twitter that it's the best cover that he's ever heard of war pigs. There's also a cover of A Change Is Gonna Come, which I it, it's really beautiful, uh, of this, the old Sam Cooke song. His Tennessee Whiskey cover, I think a lot of people will be interested in because of how popular that song has been over the last couple of years and his cover of that's life. It's I, I downloaded it last week because I was so blown away. I had already, I had already seen the Tennessee whiskey cover and I was like, that's good enough for me. I'll download the whole album. It's really great. And I'm happy that T-Pain is getting some love and respect for his actual musical chops. It's cold, and the cold does things. It can do, can wreak all kinds of havoc in our lives. I was so inconvenienced yesterday when I tried to turn on my windshield washers in my car, and they were frozen. 
And I had to wait. I had to wait until they thawed out here in the garage at Prudential before I could rinse off my windshield. Man, that just ruined everything. But I can't complain because some people have it a whole lot worse. And for this story, we take you to Fox 32's Dane Placco. Dane Placco. Elon wants to do something about this. <laughs> Probably help us out. So electric vehicles may be the wave of the future, but a whole lot of owners are having trouble dealing with Chicago's bitter cold temperatures. Public charging stations have turned car graveyards over the past couple days. Jane Placco reports on the frustration and some tips from an auto expert. Nothing, no juice, it's still on zero percent, and this is like three hours this morning being out here. After being out here eight hours yesterday. Tyree Beard was among the dozens of Tesla owners trying desperately to power up their cars at this Tesla supercharging station in Oak Brook. A scene mirrored with long lines and abandoned cars at scores of other charging stations around the Chicago area. Man, this is crazy. It's, it's, it's a disaster. Seriously. Just, oh, we got a bunch of dead robots out here. Dead robots. <laughs> this is your car? Yeah. But it was no laughing matter to people like Kevin Sumrak, who landed at O'Hare last night to find his Tesla dead, forcing him to hire a flatbed tow truck to try to find a working charging station. So I can get back to Indiana. But you can't find one that's charging or working? Either working or doesn't have cars sitting, um, still plugged in. You've been here since when? 5 p.m. yesterday. So 20 hours or so? Yeah, about... Tesla did not respond to any of our emails or calls, but an automobile expert we talked to says there are some things that EV owners can do when it gets this brutally cold. It's moving anyway. It's moving. Like any new technology, Dane, there's a learning curve. Mark Bielek of the Chicago Auto Trade Association says all EVs can have problems dealing with extreme cold and says it's important for drivers to hit their preconditioning button before they charge their battery. It's not plug and go. Um, you have to precondition the battery, meaning that you have to get the battery up to the optimal temperature to accept the fast charge. We have had extraordinary cold, but is this acceptable? No, not at all. I mean, pay a premium price for these Teslas. In Oak Brook, Dane Placco, Fox 32 Chicago. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, Mike? Car doesn't work. See how Earth responds. Exactly. Dead robots. Oh, that's. that's Let's not see good. how Earth responds to that. That's no. not good. No, it's not good. It is. Shout, shout out to friend of the show, Dane Placco. Dane Placco, big Cub fan, longtime friend of the show, indeed. Oh, that's bad. Charles Barkley had some thoughts, NBA and TNT, last night. He weighed in on the Bulls' ring of honor debacle. So you haven't really heard what Lawrence has thought about it either. So we'll hear from both of those broadcasting titans next on The Score. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.